and thank you for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. If you are a returning listener to the Sex and Intimacy series, I'd love to invite you to skip over to the 10 minute and 10 second mark where the intro ends. I am including the intro. If you are a new listener, this is the first episode you're hearing of the Sex and Intimacy series. I'd love you to listen to that 11 minute intro before diving into the content. But again, if you're returning, feel free to skip over. The topic comes right after the intro, but I really want to introduce myself and why this topic is so important, who we're speaking to, the fact that it is a mature audience conversation. So if you're new, dive in. If you're returning, thank you so much. I love you. Please share. Go ahead and dive into about 12 minutes. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy. Hi, you guys. It is such a pleasure to welcome you to the Sex and Intimacy series on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I have been formulating this series for months now. I did not know it at first, but in my process and progress, this has really come to take shape, structure, and form and is now ready to be delivered to you. My name is Abigail Gazda, and I'm a clarity coach, helping you operate with more freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of your life. In my career as a coach and educator, I have coached men, women, couples, young people, and large and small groups. I have even taught middle and high school physical education and health. During my years in the classroom, I was often the go-to teacher and coach for the age-appropriate version of sex and intimacy for my students. I taught children and teens about puberty, menstruation, sex, STDs, pregnancy, parenthood, consent, non-consent. I talked to kids about suicidal thoughts and self-harm. You guys, they shared circumstances with me that made me want to adopt them in the moment. I walked them through healthy coping mechanisms and empowered living strategies. I taught them clear and direct communication. I supported them in helping their own friends and family through troubling times. I've supported many people of all ages come out of closets of all types. I have explored the hearts and minds of many as they have learned to master and unleash them. As a teacher, I did not know how to source and manage my own energy. Therefore, my time as an educator and coach was the most exhausted I ever remember being. I felt completely drained most of the time, and even the good times didn't keep me inflated enough. I felt completely drained most of the time, and the good times didn't even keep me inflated enough to get to the next win. That does not at all mean that this time wasn't some of the most rewarding work I have ever done. Making a difference in the lives of children has been some of the deepest soul work I have ever experienced. Even in my life coaching career, I have formulated age-appropriate empowerment curriculum that I truly intend to bring to the market in this decade. Until then, I aspire to empower teachers by teaching them how to source, manage, and transmute their energies in ways that have you feeling fulfilled, accomplished, and inspired. I know that once our teachers are enlivened and empowered, bringing a powerful curriculum to the classrooms will be fast, fun, and effortless. We need your perspective. We need your feedback. 
We need your participation. We need your collaboration to recalibrate what we offer children in the classroom and beyond. This isn't exactly just teachers either. This is the collective of adults raising our children in the education system. Nurses, administrators, school psychologists, counselors, paraprofessionals, bus drivers, custodial staff, coaches, meal providers, office staff, athletic trainers, deans, directors, sponsors, booster and PTA parents, and more. There is an entire force of responsible, loving humans dedicating their life to developing our future, and they are grossly under-celebrated and most importantly, under-supported. Because of my commitment to educational professionals being supported, I want to do something crazy and host a program that I have not personally hosted since March of 2018. My Hearts Unleashed Book Club is a six-week self-discovery program for readers of my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. In this book club, you get to read and discuss the book with the author, me. (laughs) The last time I did this book club in 2018, tickets were $97. What I am feeling super inspired to do is that if you are an educational professional, male or female, I will do a little bit of elementary subtraction on your seat in the Hearts Unleashed book club and bring it down to $47. You guys, that is six one-hour group coaching calls with a life coach about her book. Did I mention that the book also has reflection questions at the ends of most chapters for your journaling pleasure? I mean, (laughs) this can't get much better. (laughs) In my book, I talk about giving up what no longer serves you in order to restore your energy and feel fulfilled doing purpose-based work that you know you love. I am ready for you to be passionate about teaching again so that you can show up for your kids fully. That said, This Hearts Unleashed podcast, Sex and Intimacy series, is a great place to find out if we are speaking the same language and if working together would meet your current needs. I'll be straight with you, though. Health and wellness class with Miss Gazda is a serious one. (laughs) I can't even say it seriously. But honestly, I do not take teaching this information lightly because I am very aware that so many of us have not been talked to honestly about this topic. I found this very true when opening the discussion with a group of sophomores and telling them, listen, I want you to ask me the honest questions that you have so I can get you the answers that you need. You are not going to shock me, scare me, or knock me off my rocker. It is the same as asking a doctor. I am a professional and I intend to educate you on the topics that you have questions about. I want you to ask the questions that you're afraid to ask your loved ones because I don't want you to go finding the answers out the hard way if you don't have to. Please ask the questions that you need and know that there is no shame or judgment coming from here. Listeners, I told that to high schoolers and they understood it. I found this so incredibly important to explain to them because I knew I wanted to make a true difference in their life, not in my classroom. I operated with the intention that any of the lessons they learned in my classroom would clear a few branches off of their path for them. 
I would feel so happy to shine my light brighter to show the way a little further. I happily accept my intuition to share this information with you as well. It feels like a duty and an honor. Much of what I will share is my expression of universal consciousness. So no matter what I say or how I say it, I speak the language of love and I speak from the heart. And if I am ever not, you can count on me saying that too. I do my best to educate, promote, and facilitate understanding and self-mastery of the human condition. This series will provide you a new lens through which to contemplate the topics of sex and intimacy. I would rate this content PG-13. It is a mature audience topic. However, I would not use age to determine maturity for this topic, (laughs) or any topic for that matter. Young, developing ladies and gentlemen would be greatly served by this information. That said, I will be speaking about the topics of sex and intimacy candidly. Listen to these episodes assuming responsibility and maturity. I would also invite you to listen with an open mind, heart, and being. Honestly, if you are listening this far right now, I simply want to acknowledge you for your commitment to expansion. I try to imagine who each and every one of my listeners are. I wonder about your life and how I get to serve you. I pray for guidance and confidence and trust, just like you, for you, with you, and to serve you. I am honored to present this Sex and Intimacy series as every aspect will impact your life for the better. Thank you for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I am super, super pumped about today's episode, uh, the dance between the feminine and masculine. This episode is for everybody. This <laughs> this life is for everybody. I want to go on and on, but we are going to dive right in. I have talked a little bit about feminine and masculine energies in my time sharing just general content, but I've gotten a little bit louder about it over the last year because I have seen what a magical difference this knowledge can make for somebody. And so I kind of want to explain the shift that we're going to make in the uh, sex and intimacy series from more of a physical conversation about sex to more of an energetic conversation about all of it right? Sex, intimacy, feminine, masculine. Um, I kind of wrote over here uh, just to do a little bit of a warm up, I guess, is how we're shifting from the physical to the energetic. Because, you know, even in my sexual history, I explain like my actual physical activity, but um, it just kind of opened up the conversation. But there's the actual physical activities that I did and went through and experienced. But the energetic shifts that it created, right? And so this whole conversation and the second half of the podcast is a lot around the energetics of sex and intimacy. And so while the the first half was, it was much more of a physical conversation. And so like even the four types of intimacy, we were talking about our connection with others, being able to, you know, obviously there is the physical, but then there is the actual like intellectual, emotional, spiritual connection we have with people. And 
shifting from a conversation from physical sex to tantric sex. Now, tantric, it kind of mean not kind of, it means expanding your energy. And I also want you to consider my own little addition to that is exchanging energy, meaning that the act of sex while physical and can only be physical, not even not really, <laughs> right? Because when you have intercourse with somebody, there's actual, like whether it is just foreplay or actual intercourse penetration, that there is an exchange of energy and that person's energy stays with you, whether it be their memory or there's an actual, there's an imprint, there's an imprint in your blueprint because now you're different and you have exchanged energy with somebody. So think about like exes, think about um, situations where the energy is imprinted within you. You have that going on and it can have an effect and you actually can do ceremonial things to release it and to complete with it. So if you're someone who has had unwanted sex, uh, we talked about consent, right? You can can do healing work around wounds or just simply practicing releasing energy that no longer serves you so that you can be, you can actually work on recouping and transmuting that energy, which is all conversations that these terms you've heard now and we've been diving in. And so, um, continuing to warm this up as we shifted. So supporting your partner, right? When we talked with Andy Audate, it's, there's things you can do, but there's a way to be a great partner, right? So you can do all the things you can do loyalty. You can, um, do gift giving and acts of service and, and be there for that person. But energetically, who are you being as a partner? And I'm actually going to talk about the difference today between the, the healed masculine and feminine energies, and then the wounded masculine and feminine energies so that you can really see how you're being in relationship, in partnership, in life, in your career, all over the place. Okay. And then celibacy and sobriety. We thinking about the actual acts of celibacy and sobriety are very physical acts, meaning no sex, no alcohol, no drugs, like no substances, checking out of drama, whatever you're becoming celibate and sober from. But then there's obviously the energetic shifts that occur inside of the act. And so no, you can expand this right outside of sex and intimacy, right? Is your actions have energetic impact, period. So you have to look for yourself is what I'm doing causing the energetic imprint that I really want to leave on this planet and with people that I meet. And I think this is a great Part to talk about the episode Loving Yourself Boldly with Kiara Mizuko is really loving yourself and being conscious of the energetic imprint you're having before you leave and in your time here and the difference that you're making and the legacy that you're leaving. Because when you can love yourself boldly, and again, this is energetically, you can do self-care, you can do a mud mask, you can do a bath, you can go get manicures and pedicures. That doesn't mean you love yourself energetically. Uh, trying to be fit, it doesn't mean you love yourself energetically. It may actually mean the exact opposite. You hate yourself energetically. And it's the only way you know how to try to fix that problem, right? 
And so again, we're going to talk all about the wounded aspects so that you can begin looking at places to heal. And then we talked about the sexual transmutation. That's all an energy conversation, right? Well, not all because you're abstaining from sex. And so you're going through a physical experience and also highly sexed individuals have a certain level of confidence, although they like highly sexed means you're probably expending too much sexual energy, but that also does teach people whether even if it's in the wounded aspect, eventually that you can come around to being healed and that level of experience adds to your level of power, right? So as I always promote being safe, responsible and healthy, but sexual exploration is always something that can support your growth and transformation. And then the energetics I want to talk about sexual transmutation in this episode is alchemy, meaning like transmutation is alchemy. It means you're ta- you're alchemizing, you're taking one thing and turning it into another. This term's also used in science, but in energetics and intuition, it's really about taking anything and turning it into love. Take trauma, take arguing, take gossip, take hate, take blame, take any of it and transmute it, alchemize it into love because it's all the language of love. I I remember this very vividly. I was talking to my dad about something and he had anger behind his words, but he was talking about like world peace. And he was speaking in like an aggressive tone about the way that it's broken or the way that it isn't that causes it to be in disruption. And, you know, I kind of paused him. I was like, first off, your energy is giving me my, making my heart race, slow it down. But then I was explaining how the anger that he experiences about the injustice or about the, um, all that like rage that comes behind it is really his absolute deep commitment to unity. He believes peace is available to us and it's really beautiful. And yet he was expressing it with such anger, like, fuck this, fuck that. This is so, <laughs> and we all do. I use his example, but we all do. We get angry, but it often it's from, from such powerful love. It's like almost, you could probably get all the way to the root every time and find love there. And so I invite you to find love in everything and then pull that up, pull that out. Or if there's anger or sadness or whatever, show somebody sadness is the sadness about the lack of love or the cutting off of, or whatever it may be. And so you can really bring love into just about any situation, not just about, it's really about how open you are to it. (laughs) And then um, consent versus non-consent. I wanted to ring your bell, like consider the energy of consent, right? And then the energy of non-consent. That's what I was talking about in that episode, because you can be doing something, you can agree to do something, your ego can, and then your soul doesn't want to do it. And like deep down, you know, you don't want to do what you already agreed to do. That's still the energy of non-consent. And so when I ask, and if you haven't listened to any of these previous episodes, definitely go back, tune in, dive in, share these. This is such powerful information. And I'm 
I'm treating this series more like an educator than I've treated this podcast ever before. And I just love it because I think like I was kind of joking to myself, like I turned this shit into a, um, another health class. I could turn this shit into a textbook because it's such important information that we really haven't been taught or given the tools. And you guys, this is, that is okay. I remember when I was doing a lot of my own healing and transformation work, there was a part of me that was like upset with my parents or upset with my teachers and people in front of me, like generationally, but it's not their fault. We are all doing the best we can with what we know. Right. And our generation, starting with the millennial and, and thereafter, is what we know is we don't like it hasn't been working. Right. And every generation sees that and does their best to make the, the necessary adjustments. I won't do that to my kids. I won't do that for my work. I won't, I would never this, this, that, and the other. And really, the those observations and statements and actions and reactions come from what we've witnessed growing up. And so I do invite you and I'm, there's may come an episode one day where we practice releasing our parents as our parents, but that's not today. <laughs> but what I invite you to do is grant whoever raised you some grace. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stand by that statement. Even if you, you want to believe like your parent was an asshole, your parent was a deadbeat, your parent wasn't there. They didn't do anything good for you. They sure did. It, everything, the way that everything went created exactly who you are now, where you are now. And you're, my words are hitting you. So you're somewhere, you're somewhere and you're somewhere where your soul has guided you to a place of education and learning, which is what our generation is about. The age of information, expansion, adaptation. Um, what's the age of information, age of awakening, the age of awakening. We are woke, woke AF y'all. Right. And so it's just different. All the last generations have done all the work that have gotten us to this point. And our work is to awaken, inform and enlighten. Okay. And so that's what we're here to do. And we're going to do that a lot today by, um, really calling out and explaining the energies of the feminine and masculine in a little bit more depth so that you can choose more consciously and um, hold space, hold space in the world for the healing of the feminine and masculine energies. So I'm not going to do a whole lot of uh, history lesson here, but there's been such a rise of women. Um, and first off, just in like our uh, civil rights, right? Like from there, we could continue to grow and become more powerful and more in our position that we are now. And the rise of feminism came up and I am a feminist. I believe in the power of women, but I also believe in the balance of men and women. And so we really swayed pretty hard left um, or right, whatever you want to call it. But, but one way to the spectrum where we then started to bash men and the patriarchy for the way that we have been treated or, um, or not treated. And so it's time for us to start balancing out. And there is an episode I did, uh, back in February, which was just 
phenomenal, phenomenal. And it's called An Episode for Men and Those Confused by Them with Robert Kendall. And I highly encourage you to go listen to that because that's much more of the history lesson of this topic. And I couldn't, like, I, I want everybody to listen to that episode because I think Robert just shares the, his insights so well. And it gives us access to unifying our race, our species, humans, um, men and women, because we did our, our rising and now we've, we've definitely got to bring the men with us. We can't leave them behind. We can't say, fuck them, screw them, forget them. They're lame. Like that we are one in the same and everybody both men and women have feminine and masculine energies within them. And that's what we are going to be talking about today. How can you look for yourself at your own feminine and masculine energy? Because if I say it all the time, master thyself and that you master humanity, you can be in touch with any human. If you are in touch with yourself, I love the quote. um, You can only meet people as deeply as you met yourself. And people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So when you see somebody who you would deem like shallow or reactive or whatever, number one, there's a lot of wound there and unhealed wound, but they aren't willing to look yet. They're not awakened yet. They're not hungry for that. And you can't force someone to be, but that doesn't mean that you can't stand in your own enlightenment and be unfazed by these things. Okay. So I want to open up this uh, conversation with the idea that we are energetic beings having a human experience. I definitely and totally honor anyone's religious backgrounds and affiliations. However, I'm going to share my own and I have been this whole series. And so I just kind of want to preface that this is the dance of the feminine masculine as told by a 30 year old woman, right? (laughs) So um, I am going to share and do my best to honor your religious um, position. However, I'm also going to share a very natural um, belief system that I have that I've really that has resonated. So before I never shared this stuff because I I knew what I knew, but I hadn't heard anybody talking about it. And, and this is exactly what I mean by the age of enlightenment and the age of awakening is more and more and more people are becoming leaders and writing books and speaking up and educating more and more. And, um, again, rising up into their natural leadership positions. And so the more that I've heard this, the more confidence I've had in what I've known that I've known that I've known inside of me. And so I hope that this supports you no matter what your background is, but I want to bring it back to the fact that we are energetic beings having a human experience. The energy that is you that doesn't have your name is infinite. It enters this body and leaves this body, but energy cannot be created or destroyed. It gets transmuted. So I shared this when I was first becoming a speaker. It's like love cannot be created or destroyed, only given and received. And sometimes we're cut off to love, so we can't give and receive it. But your energy entered your body. And when it leaves, it will go back 
I believe in reincarnation. And that's where I wanted to, you know, whatever your belief systems, all good. Just listen for whatever. If it's only that it's for your time here on this planet or that you, yep, you know, you're a little space cadet and you're heading back to the, <laughs> back to the ethers after this, then welcome my earthling. <laughs> welcome alien. Um, it's just, it's nice to be here <laughs> in this body talking to you. You guys, I love this stuff. I love it so much. And I'm having so much fun sharing it. So you're an energetic being having a human human experience. So you might as well love this experience as opposed to hate it as if it's your only one. Now, I do want to say that for this personality and for this identity, this isn't your practice life. Do what you can. Do your best with what you know and continue to step into expansion, which Honestly, if you're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, I, I see you, I feel you, I hear you, I love you, I am you, okay? So the reason that I really want to share this information is that when we honor our natural energies, we have access to our flow states. This is so cool. And in 2019, in the beginning of 2019, I picked my word of the year to be flow. And I had noticed that for the last 29 years, I was using force to get what I wanted and create the life I wanted. And um, that was all from wounded feminine and masculine, mostly wounded masculine that I wasn't in touch with or understood. But in the year 2019, I decided to go with the word flow for my word of the year. And I became 100% committed to that. And I have, this is what has gotten me to this sex and intimacy series. And it's definitely got me to this conversation. And I am really really excited about next week's 15 minute. Well, the Monday episode, you know, these haven't been 15 minutes. Hello. (laughs) But, um, the next week's episode is around energy cycles, menstrual cycles, moon cycles. And that episode too, you guys is for men and women. So please keep tuning in because when I dedicated this year to flow, I started paying a lot of attention to my energy cycles and my menstrual cycle and the moon and the stars and astrology and different patterns in the stars. And it's a whirlwind, number one, and it is just stepping into the flow of ease and grace. It's stepping into the stream of consciousness. It is amazing. My life is better than it has ever been because I am in full flow with my intuition, with my energies, with the energies of the planet, of like literally earth and then the galaxies. And I am flying high, y'all. You see this. You've been watching this transformation. You can hear it in the podcast. You can hear it in all the content. And it's so much fun. And what I want to give you access to is your own flow states. Because the more we are all able to alchemize anything into love, we're in our flow states. When we've healed our wounded feminine and masculine, we have access to harmony peace, serenity, and harmony. Because when we're all tapped in, there's nothing to fight over. There's no scarcity. Love breeds love. It's what's available when we take responsibility for ourselves. So what we're going to do here is I am going to share with you the different aspects of the natural feminine and masculine energies. And then I'm going to go into the wounded aspects, but I really want to um, 
create this container from the natural side first and then explain the wounded because a lot of it will make a lot more sense. And then I'm going to invite you back into the um, healed masculine and feminine. So we're going to start with the natural masculine. So again, I'm going to ring your bell is that I want you to think about feminine and masculine for yourself and for other people. When I'm reading and I'm talking about the natural masculine, look within yourself and then you can look at the men in your life and see who is healed, who is wounded. Now, this isn't to then go up to them and be like, hey, yo, y'all got, you got, you got, you got to get your shit together. It's time to fix it up here. Like, no, this is for you as an individual. Because again, as I said, if you can hold healed space in the world, who there is for you to serve will naturally show up. Okay. And that's all I want to say about it. Because if you do practice this, people will look different in your life and be different in your life. And you're going to know that you're a little wizard. (laughs) I want to share one of my favorite laws of transformation and laws of nature. By nature, when an element transforms, the elements around it transform as well. Okay. So if you transform without much effort at all, you will transform your environment. You will transform your relationships. You will transform everything, your career. Like it doesn't mean the physical, it's the energetic people. You don't, have to leave your job. I've said this before in the podcast and some of my lives is I fear that sometimes people think hearts unleashed and living your best life means doing it the way I'm doing it, jet setting, um, being a nomad, traveling a bunch. And that's not the case, right? Like, I don't want you to leave your family. I don't want you to leave your job. Like that's not necessary. You don't have to fully flip your life upside down. It's natural that change happens when you transform and you heal totally natural, but that doesn't mean your life is going to become unrecognizable. You personally will become unrecognizable because you're going to, and in the best way, but I have had many a people start the, um, or not do coaching or not start the transformation work because they don't want to lose one aspect of their life. Or they think that because one aspect's going well, but the rest is shit that they don't, (laughs) they don't want to lose that good aspect. Like get real, get real. This is a chance for you to be whole and complete. In fact, I invite you to consider the statement. I am willing to feel good and have my life go well 100% of the time. Does that trigger you? Do you roll your eyes and say, yeah, sure. Fuck off, Abby. Whatever. Easy for you to say. Because I know that I've heard it before and I felt the same way when I wasn't ready. But I'm inviting you that naturally you will evolve. Naturally you will transform. And naturally you will shift. But you can lean in on purpose and create it to be so and feel good about it and not feel like a victim. And actually that reminds me of the... um, unhealed. So we're going to dive into the healed masculine. And this is cool. So the natural masculine is a natural extrovert. So we as men and women identify, oh, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. And I think we relate way more than we know. And I would invite you to consider yourself neither. 
like not completely an extrovert and not completely an introvert because intro they've kind of been manipulated in their terms, but like extrovert is external, meaning you're social and you are a social being period, whether you're a man or a woman. And I think this is why people are so confused because in generations past, you've had to completely identify as one or the other. And that is not true people. This is where, um, gender fluidity has shown up in and transgender has shown up in is in the fluidity and the understanding that we are humans first and then chromosomes second no matter what you believe in and what your background is um i'm not <laughs> don't worry you won't want to be like i i fear i don't think that everyone's close-minded but I don't know where you're coming from and I don't know what your background is. And so I do my best to honor that. But whether you believe in the transgender, in like the, the way that um, gender identification has shifted or not, sending you lots of love. But it's really just to understand, open up to, and accept that we all have all of these energies within us. That's where as we've in, in the age of awakening, that's where, where gay or homosexuality, bisexuality, um, gender identification is becoming much more fluid because we are truly understanding we are humans first, genders second, okay? The masculine energy has the natural extrovert energy. So that creates men or masculine people to be logical, decisive, there's order and they are orderly and they crave order and structure. They thrive on strength and power. They are the protectors, providers, givers. They have an outward type of energy, right? That extrovert. They have fortitude and focus, steadfast and stability or stable, right? They're assertive. They have discipline and courage. They're very certain and capable and know about their capability. They are the supporters, the hunters, the warriors. And I love this. Um, I, we actually talk about the warrior energy on the this Friday's upcoming episode. So it's not out yet. I'm so excited. It's um, three women, three ways and how men can join in. <laughs> So you're definitely going to want to tune into that episode. It is two women who are men's sex coaches or intimacy coaches. And so the us three women are on there talking about um, the wounded and the healed masculine. So such a great episode. I can't wait for you to be able to tune in. But let's kind of look at this healed masculine energy one more time, right? There's order, um, the structure, the focus, the discipline, and then the assertiveness and the courage and the certainty. This is a, like visually a man you can lean on and he is like unfazed, right? Like I, I always in my own head, it's like a Zeus motherfucker, like <laughs> just um, powerful, almost like that, like a Spartan man, right? And I actually think of the healed feminine as a Spartan woman. So that's just, that's my own relationship to it. Cause there's, for me, there's so much power behind the healed men and women. And there's so much available because between the two, there is cooperation and collaboration and, um, that, you know, in the wounded side, there's codependency and dependence, but there's independence in the healed 
feminine and masculine. The independence, meaning that two independent people can coexist and yet um, like share their life, need, need, not need, that's not actually the word, is like want to be with each other and support each other and create together. And then there's like the neediness, which we will get to a little bit later. Okay. And so let's take a tip over and look at the feminine, healed feminine. I was so happy to learn, and it taught me a lot over the summer, that the woman represents water. And you'll have to forgive me because I believe the male represents fire, but I'm not sure in this exact moment. Um, And so feminine is water. Women fill the container that they are put in. And so women, listen. You have to create the container that you want to go into. So if you want to create a new identity, you have to create the identity, visualize it. That's why visualization is so important. And this works for men, but women, we are visual intuitive beings. And so like our um, third eye wide open when we give it the opportunity and we can communicate so directly with universal consciousness and flow. And so, um, We are the natural introverts because the depth of our information can be found within. And we have such direct contact with that universal intelligence that because we are so soft and receptive and passive and intuitive, like we can allow things to come to and through us with ease and grace and flow. And we are meant to, we are meant to. And so I'm going to read over this list as well. Because the woman who is willing to be a vessel for unconditional love, her energy is more like stillness, flow, nature, nurture, tender, teacher, kind, sensitive, open, accepting, allowing, radiant, caring, compassionate, warm, and welcoming. I even slow down as I read it because it feels so good. It feels so good to be a divine feminine being. And for the divine masculine, it feels so good to the man who can stand in that energy. And there is a natural sensitivity to men. And there's a natural strength and power to women. And in the history of our evolution, we have kind of, we've manipulated it a lot and that's okay. But in the age of awakening, it's time to come home. It's time to come home to our natural energies. With that being said, I'm going to read the descriptions of the wounded masculine and feminine so that you can see the difference, the like hard difference between them. So for the wounded masculine, there's a perpetrator or predator, the abuse of power, dominance, aggression, control, competitive, confrontational, criticism, abuse, unsupportive, and unstable. Now, that list, as I read it, I'm just imagining that you're either running it up against yourself as a male or that you're running it against, you're like keeping score of like with each word you could think of somebody who represented the wounded masculine. And 
I want to use that opportunity to invite you into your deepest levels of compassion because the people in your life who've been a perpetrator, predator, who've abused their power and they've dominated and they've been aggressive and controlling and competitive and confrontational, the ones who've criticized and abused and been unsupportive, they are wounded too. They're hurt. They need support. Hurt people hurt people. I know you know that. And it's easy to hold a grudge against the people that have hurt you. And it doesn't serve you. It does not serve you to not relate to the wounded male as wounded. It hurts you. You hold a grudge. You live your life that way. You're too busy trying to be the judge, the jury, and the prosecutor of these people that have hurt you. And you're just sitting in your own wounding, unable to forgive, unable to release. And it's going to cause, it's going to pause your life, not theirs. It's you dwelling on that. So I invite you to do your own healing because when you master yourself, you master humanity. When you master yourself, you can forgive any human for anything knowing they're doing, honestly, they're doing the best they can with what they know. And there's some type of fucked up. I know that doesn't always like fix, solve, or heal the problem immediately. But humans are, our minds are funny things, you guys. And if we are not tapped into our heart and our mind is controlling us, those are the results, the woundedness, the pain, the illogical actions. And if you're someone who's been harmed by someone who's wounded and unhealed, I'm sorry. Let me be the one to say it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal. Okay. And so we're going to go over to the wounded feminine, the victim, powerless, weak, manipulative, withholding, needy, codependent, oversensitive, over-emotional, to lash out or vicious kind of goes with manipulative. But again, this list, you can either feel it for yourself or you can imagine another wounded feminine out in the world who's running around as the victim, being powerless and hopeless and just full of despair, anxiety, depression, right? Feeling weak. And then the other, like the other side of the wounded feminine spectrum is that we go into the viciousness where we, uh, the manipulative and the withholding and like women in power or um, clawing for power and needing that to, to feel like they're not wounded. It's incredible because then we, the wounded feminine will take on the identity of the wounded masculine because no one has saved her. No one has loved her. No one's protected her. So she has to become the man and the woman. We see this all the time. It's not so easy for men, the wounded man, to they become a little bit, they're the, those are those highly masculine, um, <clears throat> high testosterone, full of like rage, or there's the other side of it, right? But the men who then tap into their wounded feminine um, are often like, picked on or a little bit, they're victimized. They feel powerless. They feel weak. Um, they feel manipulated, right? Oversensitive, over-emotional. 
And so I just want to begin again to take away the actual gender identities and just look at the feminine and masculine energies so that you can grant yourself access to understanding what is going on (laughs) and what's going on in this world. Because like you can see it, it's a bunch of wounded people running around acting out their minds and it's just not so, and it's not solving anything. And so what is so important is to get back into our healed feminine and masculine. And the way to do this work, my friend, is to plug into a support system. This is stuff that I highly encourage. Number one, you can start reading more about these energies and the differences, but you need to heal. That might mean a support group. That might mean therapy. It might mean coaching. I do a lot of healing work with my clients. Um, I'll always say I am not a medical professional, but uh, damn, I know how to heal somebody. (laughs) I, um, I work in hypnotherapy. I work with completion work, helping to clear out and uproot a lot of the stuff that you have, um, in that heart of yours and starting to break down the barriers that you have put up because You guys, if you could imagine everybody in the world walking around, the way that I see everybody is both hands over their heart, protecting their heart. And the the way that I visually, when I'm talking to somebody, especially if I can see that they're unhealed or they're wounded and they lash out and act out, um, I imagine them with both hands over their heart. And in their time with me, I imagine, like I, I talk to them and I be with them in such a way that they can let their guard down. So I again, it's all just visually, but I imagine them dropping one hand and relaxing, dropping the other hand and relaxing, opening up their chest to talk and their throat and dropping their shoulders and relaxing the muscles around their eyes and just leaning into their conversations with me and knowing that they're safe, knowing that they don't have to defend themselves against me. And I just think of a world where we're all that way. And the more of us that can do that, the more of us can be that. You being naturally you, and you have to know who you are naturally. Like school taught us rhythm and arithmetic or whatever the hell, but it didn't teach us emotional intelligence that we need to function (laughs) as contributing members of society. honestly. And I remember because like, that is why I became a teacher in the middle and high school realm. I wanted to help kids become contributing members of society, not because they knew math or even understood all of the parts of their body, the digestive system, like, cause I was a health teacher in PE or cause they could run a mile in a certain time. Like it was not about that. It was about them understanding their capability, understanding their ability and understanding who they are, what they want and where they're going. We did that stuff the first week, the first before they even started their health class, I had them writing down their goals for the semester and what they wanted to create. And for one year, three year, five year, 10 years, it was, man, I love teaching health. If If you guys are my students listening to this, I love you guys. Those are some of my favorite memories in the whole world is in those health classrooms, talking to you about real shit that you really wanted to know Oh my God, I loved it. And then I remember when y'all would be silly as hell during sex ed (laughs) or just in general, because we talked about drugs. We talked about, um, oh man, eating, eating disorders and other disorders. It was a, that was a magical time. Sorry, I digress, but actually not really digressing. It's really about 
people tapping into themselves and understanding themselves and then the dangers of this world and the temptations of this world. So I want to go one more time over the list of the healed feminine and masculine as we begin to wrap up this episode, because I'm inviting you to heal, plug into a support structure. And you guys, I do a clarity call. So I do 20 minute discovery sessions, which you can come in, we could chat a minute and talk about what you're dealing with. And I'd be happy to point you in the direction. Like my commitment in a discovery session is to let you know which stage of transformation you're in and what the best next steps would be for you. I'll always share my coaching, but I don't share my coaching if I know should be true that therapy, it's your time for therapy or it's your time for grab a couple self-development books or, you know, this, that, or the other, but it's an opportunity for you to get an outside perspective. So if a 20 minute discovery session would serve you, hit me up, send me a message, go to abigailgaz.com, whatever, whatever, whatever. But another opportunity that I do is called a clarity call. And it's a one-off 60 minute session. It's not part of a package and it's $97. And it's 60 minutes of you and me digging in to what's been happening with you. And it's an opportunity to heal around a specific topic or to begin to open up the exploration of a specific topic. I often um, have a lot of former clients coming back for clarity calls just to do like a little tune up. So if you've done a lot of this work and um, I like this, sometimes when you're doing this work, you're well on your way. You're doing your thing. You don't necessarily need a, a program or a coach fully, but you can't seem to identify something in your blind spot. A clarity call is a perfect opportunity to just dig in around a certain area and really pinpoint what it is you've been trying to find, but you've been reaching around in the dark. We get to flip the light switch on and look under the couch and see where it's at, <laughs> right? And so a clarity call is a wonderful way to begin opening up any conversation that you'd like to open up and get some support around. So I encourage you to, again, head over to abigailgaz.com and check it out and see what might work for you. One last thing that I'd like to share is the Time to Shine program. It is my self-discovery program. And this is where we do the most healing around the wounded feminine and masculine. I do a lot more um, development activation work in the Unleashed program. But if you are just beginning and this conversation is really opening you up to like, holy shit, I didn't know that shit was there for me, then the Time to Shine program is the most perfect place, the most perfect container for you to step into and just do all of that digging work and um, to surface it and release it. The, the third module of the Time to Shine program is releasing and then Oof, you guys, people just absolutely transform in that program. So one more time, I'm going to go over the list of the natural feminine and masculine energies, the healed, powerful masculine. So I'm going to guess that his um, sign is fire. And forgive me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, I haven't done as much studying of the masculine as the feminine. And so the male is the natural extrovert. He is logical, decisive. He has order structure and strength. He is the protector, the provider, the giver. He has that outward energy that makes his presence known. He has fortitude and focus and stability. He is assertive and disciplined and courageous. And he is certain of himself. He is capable, supportive, 
He is the hunter and the warrior. And when you think about this healed masculine, I invite you in your meditations to invite the masculine into your space so that you really feel protected, safe, and cared for. God has the masculine energy. Universe has the masculine energy. You are safe all the time. You are protected all the time. And if you're dealing with your own wounds, I invite you to look at your relationship with masculine. Look at your relationship with God. Look at your relationship with the universe. If you're holding any grudges, you're cutting off the flow. If you're holding your resentments, you are cutting off the flow. And it's time to plug in. Okay? And so for the healed feminine, the water, the natural introvert who is soft, she is receptive, passive, and intuitive. And I want to explain the passive piece because from wounding, passive looks like being mistreated or taken advantage of. But passive in the healed sense is unfazed, untouched by disruption. Like water, you can throw a rock in water, passive, unfazed, right? And this woman is intuitive. She has unconditional love, stillness. And you guys, in this world, it's not constructed for that right now. It hasn't been. We women, we stepped up, we stepped in, we stepped in the way, (laughs) we stepped in the boardroom. And that's fine. I am all about it. I am a girl power girl. But our power and impact does does not lie there. It's in the stillness. We women, like the ocean, like the moon, like the plants, we have the gravitational pull like earth, Gaia, mm, feminine, feminine, and, and money. Money is feminine. (laughs) We don't think that because the masculine has totally manipulated it, but it has feminine flow. It is. So when you think of flow, another word I'd like you to think of is circulation. Anything in circulation is feminine. It's natural. It is so natural. The healed woman is nature and nurture. She's soft and tender. She's kind and sensitive. She's open, accepting, and allowing. I personally have been working on accepting and allowing and receiving this year, and it has been uncomfortable. It has been incredibly uncomfortable because of conditioning and the way that I thought I had to provide for myself because I was totally the wounded feminine, totally, to where I felt unchosen, unloved. I felt left, deserted, rejected. There's so many things that I felt that I put the ways that I protected my own heart was not needing anybody. Being that independent woman vibe, like cool and all. (laughs) But This is not to be confused with gender roles. Women and men are meant to interact. Now, that's nothing to say against um, homosexuality or bisexuality. None of that, none of that, none of that. Don't go there. But it's in our nature to lean into each other, right? And 
that's that is also naturally why in homosexual relationships someone is a little bit more feminine someone is a little bit more masculine no biggie but it's it's our nature that the feminine being leans in trusts allows she doesn't need to take care of everything and do everything and be all the things she just needs to be her natural being and it allows for the masculine to reciprocate it's like a puzzle piece fitting together you guys and so for our independent alpha women <laughs> y'all can drop your defenses and allow the like alpha male to come in it's not that alpha male has to attract a beta female right or vice versa but you see alpha females attract beta males because someone needs to do the dominating that is inside of wounding it's inside of wounding because in the idea of two independent people sharing their life they don't lean on each other in such a way that they inhibit each other right? So it's full expression, full love, full acceptance. There's so much available in this, you guys. I hope, I would love your feedback. I've been asking for your feedback this whole series because this has been the most expressed I have ever been. And it brings me such joy to give you this information. And so we're going to wrap up here talking about the radiant woman, the radiant healed woman being caring, compassionate, warm, and welcoming. You guys, it is such a pleasure to be embodying the healed feminine and does my wounding show up sometimes of course but i much prefer leaning into my divine feminine being here in flow with you talking about all this insightful and amazing information and giving you access to your full freedom and power and so it's your time to shift from dreaming to doing It's your time to live your heart unleashed. It's your time to shine. I'm granting you permission to be. (laughs) You guys, this year, I I didn't know that I was doing it because I've been creating my business over the last three and a half years. And I always just, I name my next product or program in the moment. And in the last three years, it has kind of come to this mountain peak moment where it's all culminated to make sense and it leans into each other. I've been creating the Hearts Unleashed curriculum because I see how Time to Shine goes into Velocity, goes into Unleashed, leads you to the permission to be retreat. Like, I didn't know I was like, it's not a branding or marketing strategy. It's really not. Abigail body, Abigail personality did not name these things. (laughs) My spirit, my soul, my essence, my, my divine feminine did. And it made sense while it made sense. And then it's made more sense as I've continued to stay committed to my vision. I realized the other day, I like I work on stuff. I just, I, I, that's what I choose to do with my free time is this, exactly this. And it has made such beautiful sense as it's all come together. And again, puzzle pieces just fitting together so effortlessly. And that is the heels feminine she just, her gravitational pull brings everything together in her stillness. I don't have to force anything. I don't have to create anything. I can just be with, be open. And opportunities are so obvious. Um, Inspirations and ideas are so obvious. And then I just simply bring them out of my mind, out of the clouds and produce them, implement them and share them. 
And so I'm sharing this with you because you have access. Your gifts are yet to be discovered, harnessed, alchemized, and shared. And I invite you to do that. No matter what stage of transformation you are, if it's time to heal, heal. If it's time to discover, do that. It's time to develop, do that. And it's time to unleash, do that. I am here for you. I absolutely love you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, Turn that dream into a reality, and they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 